Hi, my name is Sydney Mitchell. Hi, I'm Matthew Brickman, Florida Supreme Court mediator. Welcome to the Mediate This podcast, where we discuss everything mediation and conflict resolution. All right, our last question here. I don't know where you're going to take this, but it says, I am estranged from my daughter. She's 20. Can you help me? Huh. Where do you, where do you want to take that? Where do I take that? Um, I take it, I take it here. Or, or tell me, tell me what this person might really be seeking from you. Cause. I don't, um, all right. So, so I'm estranged from my daughter. Can you help me? She's 20. Legally. Okay. So from, we'll look at this from three different points of view. Okay. Um, legally, there's nothing I can do. She's 20. She's emancipated. She's not subject to a court. There's no court order. There's nothing that I can do to help you and your daughter uh, get your relationship back legally from a legal standpoint. So I think that's probably the most obvious mm-hmm. uh, being that she's 20. If she was, say, 8, 10, 15, right? I would say, okay, you're estranged from your daughter. What's your parenting plan say? You know, well, why have you not seen your daughter? Uh, you know, I mean, then then we start digging into, okay, well, is there parental alienation? Um, have you not been following your schedule? Why aren't you seeing your daughter? Like, okay, well, this is what you agreed to in your parenting plan. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, th- you know, from a legal standpoint, we would look at it from that point of view, but she's 20. There's nothing legally. So, you know, can I, can, is there anything that you can file in order to get, you know, force her to have a relationship? No, no, because she's, she's 20. So I think that's probably the first piece. Um, from a therapeutic standpoint, um, I'm not a therapist. So you want to come to your daughter, like, like you want to come to me, you know, to figure out, you know, like what happened to you as a child and why are you the father that you are? And let's talk to her about her childhood. Nope. Not my wheel. Well, either. Like I'm not a therapist. Um, can I help? I would say yes, but you got to understand how, I guess, how that helped is packaged um, because you're not coming to me in a legal format, but you're not coming to me in a therapeutic format. And that's why even just reading the question, I was a little bit confused as yeah. to, you know, so. And you know what, and, but, but you know what, if you've got a, t- all right, so Sydney, how old are you? 23. 23. All right. And I'll be 46 in a couple of weeks. So if you were estranged, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm sort of going to bring you into this conversation, okay? Because you're mm-hmm. 23. So if you were estranged from your dad and your dad was trying to force you into a relationship, and, and I'm thinking about my daughter, who's now mm-hmm. 24, right? I was going to say she's around my age too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but her and I were estranged after a parenting plan, right? Because it was after a parenting plan. Well, well, no, technically, no. She was 18, still in high school, but the judge wouldn't acknowledge the parenting plan. Whole nother story, whole nother podcast. Um, but if you were estranged from your father and he tried to come to you from a legal format, you would just be like, whatever, right? Like, you, like you're not the boss of me. You can't force me. Right. Right. 
if he comes to you and, and you're estranged, which means that you and him are having problems and you really don't want anything to do with him. If he came to you and said, hey, Sydney, let's, let's have therapy, you probably really wouldn't be open to that either because I don't need therapy, right? I mean, you know, what do I care? My life is fine. You're not in it. I don't really care. I mean, obviously they're estranged, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody comes to you and says, look, I know that there's nothing legally. And you know what? I don't want to force you into therapy. But let's go talk to a relationship conflict resolution specialist. That, you know, coming to a negotiation table starts to seem a little bit more inviting and less threatening, right? Sure. Because it's not therapy, but it's not, but it's not legal either. Well, so what is it? Well, it's somebody that helps people that are experiencing conflict in their relationships. Okay, well, what's the goal? Well, you're a priority and I want to have a relationship with you. Well, that's a good goal because then you're not trying to analyze somebody. Like nobody wants, like rarely do people just be like, analyze. Like Sydney, I'm an open book analyze me like no I don't well, want especially to in this situation you know you're estranged there's years right. of tension and yeah and yeah. so and so really like I mean I would think from from a conflict resolution point of view to come to the negotiation table you want to come to a table that is not threatening of any type I mean it doesn't really matter that you know what what the negotiation is you want to come to the negotiation table that's not threatening mm-hmm and I would think that, that, that going to, I mean, like, I, I've done a couple of mother-daughter. Um, I've done a couple of mother-daughter. Um, and, this, and, this, and I don't know, this might be a mother-daughter, maybe a father-daughter. Um, I've done mother-daughter conflicts. And it's surprisingly that I've done mother-daughter. Not father-daughter, not father-son, mother-daughter. Um, conflicts where the two of them just, it's just a yelling match. And so I actually went over to their home. I sat with them and in a controlled environment, a mediated type controlled environment, we were able to um, do what I call, we, we had a controlled burn uh, where we were able to just get it out. Because here, here's the thing, they're not forced into a legal arena because, because she's 20, right? Mm-hmm. But in therapy, and I don't know if you've been in therapy. Have you been in therapy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, ju- I just finished uh, three sessions of therapy with my adult son, who's 22. Really, really good. We were able to jumpstart our relationship on the right path again. So that was amazing. Great. And it's been really good. But there, but you know, with going to therapy, sometimes it's like, well, okay, Sydney, um, calmly, quietly, respectfully share how you feel, Right. Well, calm, quiet, respective may not be on the menu for today. <laughs> you may be upset. I was going to say, maybe I'm not in that type of mood right yeah, now. Be and, and depending on what you're talking about, may not be like you may need to burn this forest down, but in a controlled environment so that you can recultivate the land and build something new. With somebody that understands how to Control not only counsel, but, but mediate. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, you're estranged from your daughter and I don't know, man or woman, but trying to have a relationship with your kid saying, Hey, I, 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 I don't want to force this. I can't force it legally. 
I don't want to force you into therapy, but I, but you're a priority and I want a relationship with you and let's go talk with someone who deals with relationships all day long, not mm-hmm. a therapist and not a lawyer, not a therapist, not a lawyer actually now brings the defenses down, right? Mm-hmm. Makes it more inviting. And look, I was estranged from my daughter. And again, I don't know if this is a man or a woman, but I was estranged from my daughter. So I even know, yes, I know how that feels. I can actually say, I understand. I actually have been there and done that. So could I help? Yes, but not from a therapeutic because it wouldn't be, hey, Sydney, you know, tell me about your childhood. Like, look, I don't care about your childhood. I really don't. I don't even care who you are as a person because who you are is who you are. I'm not going to change you. And the other person's not going to change you. So you can go to therapy and figure out who you are. And if you want to fix you, you can fix you. But that's not what we're going to be doing in this session with this father or mother with mm-hmm. their daughter, right? Who they are is who they are and got them into the issues that they're into. How do we just move them forward? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's taking, you know, it's taking the focus off of the, you know, from the individual, hey, I want to fix you in therapy or I want to right. you know, change something about your lifestyle, circumstances, whatever. Legally, it's, hey, we have something that, that needs, that it needs to be resolved. Not yeah. you need to be resolved or I need to be resolved. Let's fix it, whatever yeah. that is, together. And, and, and Sydney, I, I love that you, that, that you have seen it that way because this is interesting. When I was a dependency mediator, Okay, so dependency mediation is different than family mediation because with dependency mediation, basically you're hurting cats, and that that's not H U R T I N G hurting like <laughs> yeah hurting like we're moving yeah. cats around like yeah. we're not hurting cats but but anyway, and so in a dependency mediation, we're sitting there with mom and dad, and usually mom and dad's attorney, DCF, DCF attorney. Uh, maybe a guardian ad litem, guardian ad litem attorney, and and what's interesting is you you have a, you have multiple attorneys in the room, multiple agencies, and a mom and dad in a room, and it's really easy to all of a sudden go defensive and start accusing agencies, parents, or attorneys, right? So you know what we would always do as mediators. Because every somebody in that in that in that pile of people had had this, we would ask for a photo of the child, and mm-hmm. we would take the photo of the child and stick it in the middle of the table. And as soon as somebody started in on somebody else, we'd be like, "Stop!" And we'd point to the photo and say, "This is what we're here for." Remember? And it and it, just, just like you're saying, it's not about fixing anybody. We're focusing on the problem. Mm-hmm. right? That's what we would do in dependency mediation is we would pull out the photo of the child. And because it's so with, with, with so many individuals and agencies and attorneys and mindsets and accusations and stuff floating mm-hmm. around, you can get derailed in a second. I'm sure. And so by, and so by, by saying, let's focus on the child. Um, I did, I, you know, occasionally I, I would do that. I, I, I used to do that in family mediation. Um, not a whole lot anymore. Um, but I, I used to in certain situations, um, I would do that. Um, and I found it, I found it helpful 
Um, I mean, it was, it was never not helpful. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, and so, and so, yeah, by, by, by it not being a, a lawyer, not being a therapist, but a conflict resolution specialist, somebody who just knows how to identify and help people work through conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I can help them. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, mediating doesn't just have to be in a legal arena. Most of the time it is. Um, it's for a legal matter, but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've got a therapist, actually the, the therapist that my son and I went to, he actually refers me people that are in marriage counseling. Now, these people are not in the legal arena. They're not filing divorce. But what he does is he refers them to me so that I can take them through a parenting plan and what a divorce will look like. So that they can look and see, okay, if we don't pay attention with our therapist, this is what life is going to look like. Yeah. Great exercise. It's a great exercise to sit down with somebody for an hour and just say, okay, you both are living in the same home. You guys get to see your kids all the time. Okay. Now you're going to see your kids. Either you're going to have Monday, Tuesday, and the other parent's going to have Wednesday, Thursday, and you guys are going to alternate weekends, and you're going to alternate holidays, and every other year you're not going to have your kids for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it's like, what? Like, what, 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 what do you mean? I'm like, yeah. you know, okay, so that pension you've been working on, just like we had talked about earlier, they have that pension with that retirement, okay, half of it, hers. Wait a second, but that's not enough. Okay, and 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 look, she may be like, well, but I'm gonna have to pay taxes on it. So, but then that, but now I don't get as much. Oh, and you're gonna have to sell your home. But this is the only home that the that you know our kids have known. Doesn't matter, right? Like, okay, you you know, because individually, you guys, neither of you have enough to pay for this home. Right. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you get divorced, you're gonna have two rents, two electrics, two waters, two cables, two internets, like, and wait a second, you know, you only have one income, like, okay, there's not enough money to go around. And so mediation can be good, whether you're in a legal arena or not. I mean, it's conflict resolution. It's not, it's not divorce. It's not paternity. It's conflict resolution. Like Mm -hmm. when I resolve conflict, I can certainly help people resolve conflict. They're the people that are going to resolve it if they so choose. So, you know, but I mean, yeah, you know, fine. You're estranged from your daughter. That sucks. I know I've been there and done it. Can I help? Yes. Not from a legal arena, but not from a therapist arena either. From a conflict resolution relationship standpoint, sure. Now, can I force anybody to the table? No. Right. In in a divorce or paternity, yes. You can file legal documents that are going to force them to the table because it's statutory. You have to come in Florida, at least, you know, you've got to come to mediation. Um, And, and so, okay, fine. So there, but if they're 20, there's not, there's no way you can force them. So instead of forcing, make it less threatening and make it actually inviting, you know, because look, there's, there's no legal documents to sign. We're not, we're not making a pact. Like you and your dad wouldn't be pulling out a paper band. Okay, here's our pact at 23 right. years old. I, right. I, Sydney, agree. Like, no, like you're working through issues. Mm-hmm. You know, um, luckily, like with my son, um, you know, we have such a great, great, great therapist 
that, you know, as a, now, now for me, I'm like, I'm not going to another conflict resolution specialist because I am a conflict resolution specialist. But you know what? Doesn't mean that I can resolve my own. You know, sometimes I'm so close to it that I get in my own way. But I understand that there's, that even I need, I need an outlet. I need help. And so my son and I, you know, went to, you know, our therapist who was able to sit and listen to me and listen to my son, call me out when I was wrong, call my son out when he was wrong, give us tools. You know, he, he gave us assignments and exercises that then we do for two weeks and we come back and be like, well, I did my assignment. He didn't do his assignment. It's like, why didn't you do your assignment? Oh, well, it's like, you realize that now this is your fault. <laughs> you know, but it wasn't me calling him out. And so then my son did his assignment and then, Hey, look, the next session, we're both on track. So, you know, I mean, having those tools, you know, the tools are out there. Some people, um, Sydney, some people refer to them as life coaches. Um, you know, some people have a life coach, you know, it's a motivational coach that they can call. Um, are they trained to resolve conflict? I don't know. You know, um, sure. sometimes life coach, conflict resolution specialists get interchanged and thrown, thrown around the same arena. Um, I would personally separate them um, just, just, just because of the training, right. Um, you know, the training involved. Um, but um, I think, uh, but you know, mediation, you know, most mediators though. Um, and I think where, where there is some overflow is most mediators either come from the legal arena or they come from the therapy side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one or the other. And then dealing with divorce, you're dealing with both legal and emotional all day long anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So do we have any other questions for today? Nope. That's all I've got. And I, and I just want to say, Matthew, thank you because this conversation is so valuable to so many families and, and, you know, just like you stated when we first started this podcast, the goal is so that people can find hope and make peace in their homes. And when when we're able to develop this insight, um, it changes things, you know, just like when you were talking about, you sit down with a couple at the table and talk about, okay, this is what this would look like. You know, the reality becomes real. And so, um, so just thank you. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you. I hope that our listeners, um, you know, feel that they've gained some information and some value and some insight that they wouldn't otherwise have. Um, hopefully that they are able to achieve hope and create peace in their homes. So thank you, Matthew. And keep the questions coming, everybody, because Sydney and I love doing this. So keep, keep asking. It is so much fun. Keep posting, keep, you know, direct messaging us and uh, we'll answer more when we get them. If you have a comment or question regarding anything that we discuss, email us at info at iChatMediation.com. That's info at iChat, I-C-H-A-T, Mediation.com. And stay tuned to hear your shout out and have your question answered here on the show. For more information about my services or to schedule your mediation with me, either in person or using my iChat Mediation virtual platform built by Cisco Communications, visit me online at iMediating.com. Dot com. Call me at 561-262-9121, toll free at 877-822-1479, or email me at mbrickman at iChatMediation.com.